Blog Talk Radio.
and we will start uh, going to our service. So I know that uh, Mother Tony and Minister Ron are ready. I know that they are. So um, Mother Tony and Minister Ron, are you ready to go? I um, am. Yes. Yes. Okay. We are. Well, you know what? Let us know. Uh, let the people know what we're going to be talking about tonight, and um, it's in your hands. We are going to be talking about friendship. And the friendship we're going to be talking about is your spouse being your friend. Yes. And the object is for that to be your best friend, for he or she to be your best friend. And we're going to talk about that tonight. The advantages of it, the uh, the, the, the box to it, mm-hmm. the, uh, the physical on Okay. So, yes, we are uh, uh, excited about uh, just the subject Ron and I talked about uh, what a good, what's a good way to talk about marriage. We hear so many, so much of the negatives about marriage. And we just said we really want to show and and talk about to the body of Christ and whoever else is listening that there's a side to the marriage that God wants us to enjoy. He says that he his desire is that we would live life and it more abundantly. And he meant that as a part of the marriage um, relationship because it's the first relationship that he actually developed for uh, the society and for the world. And so we want to talk about that tonight. So, uh, Ron, you want to to pray or you want me to pray? I'll open in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you. uh, Our hands bowed, our hearts humble before you, Lord. And we just feel so honestly privileged to be in your presence. Well, we thank you for this opportunity to speak with other believers and uh, to speak with others, period, about things that you have discussed and put in place for so long, for so long ago. And these principles, as you know, you don't change. And Mm -hmm. so we want to be the ones who follow your lead, O Lord, and particularly in this institution of marriage, Lord. And we thank you for it, and we pray that as we reveal these misinformation about marriage, Lord, that your Holy Spirit guide us in this presentation. We just ask and we give thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Yes, we want to start off by saying that marriage is the divine institution that God started long ago with the original man and earth on the planet. He made man first, gave man a job to name all the animals, and then he gave him Eve to be his helpmate and gave him the charge to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. And the expectation that God had was that he, man and woman would fill the earth with worshipers of him, 
live to see his mighty works, his mighty words, and to follow his mighty will. So we're looking at this. We want to examine marriage. And as you, you know, sometimes people, they go at it like it's such a chore. Like it's, it's, it's um, they call it the institution of marriage. And they go at it like it is a brick and mortar institution. Right. But we have to remember something, and this is something my wife and I have discussed. At least I get tired of me hearing it. Um, and mm-hmm. I told her, say, uh, this is a lifetime, no-cut contract, you know. You can live through it, but you got to die your way out of it. <laughs> the, uh, the, we're gonna, and my wife has reminded me uh, a number of times that one of us is going to walk the other one to the grave. Yes. Mm-hmm. Most couples are great friends when they get married, but after a few years, the pressures of life start sapping the energy and the time for each other. Yeah. If a marriage continues without friendship, many couples see divorce as the only way out. But it's not if if you think it's fun. Friendship and emotional connection in marriage aren't possible. I want you to think again. It's very important that you have friendship in marriage. One of the scriptures that points to this and this is going to be our capstone scripture. I'll begin with this and we're going to end with. I'm going to give you the literal reading of the scripture from Philippians 2, verses 3 and 4. Chapter 2, verses 3 and 4. 3 and 4, yeah. And it says, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. That each of you look not only on his own interests, but also on the interests of others. Now tonight, for the sake of making this a direct application for marriage, I'm going to paraphrase it. Mm-hmm. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count your spouse more significant than yourselves. That each of you look not only at his or her own interests, but in the interests of your spouse. If both spouse focus on meeting their own needs in a relationship, it means they, they, they're possessing in themselves more than their spouse. It becomes a taking relationship instead of a giving relationship with spouses keeping score of how the other person is performing. So what we want to do is look at how to strengthen this friendship. And we're going to look at a number of things tonight. And these are action points. These yes. are things you not only think about, but these are things that you do. As we do. know, everybody learns by doing things. And the more often you do it, the better you get at doing it, the more natural you are at doing it. That's why we want to make these action steps. Now, I don't like to use negatives, but I'm going to use one just to make an emphasized point on this first step. Uh Yeah. 
When you marry, never stop dating. Ah, I like that. <laughs> no, I mean, never the negative words. So, and you can't do negatives. You can only do things that happen. So what you want to do is when you're married, date your spouse. All right. That's the part of that segment. And if uh, if you've uh, stopped dating, then start it up again. Talk about what yeah. you did for fun in the early years, then find a way to do similar things again. Start dating. Yeah. Yes. And so. Uh, yeah. I think that. Uh, uh, our pastor puts it this way. He says, you don't uh, date to marry. You marry to date. <laughs> and so I think that that's the fun part. You uh, you get the license and you use it. That's what you do with it. Uh, and, and you think about dating doesn't have to be something so elaborate. It can be something really simple and yeah. and uh, something as 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 easy as um, thinking about what's 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 my favorite meal, or it, it gives you time to to talk about uh, just fun things that you can do together. And uh, uh, Ron and I, we we talk about uh, what's our what's your favorite meal? What what would you like for me to cook for you? And I know Ron's favorite meal. It's chicken and dumplings. Yeah, it is. It's chicken and dumplings and some cornbread. Hey, man, Ron. That's a fresh cabbage greens. And some fresh cabbage greens. And I throw a little uh, candy yams on the side heat or some sweet potato pie, you know, something like that. Praise and him. That's, praise that's him. His, <laughs> and, that, and that's his favorite meal. And, uh, you know, that's a something I I do for his birthday or or just to let him know how much I I just appreciate him so you know I I'll make that that meal for him and he'll go you're doing this for me and I said just for you it's just for him <laughs> you know and and to have that that time uh together it is so important that you take that kind of time to nurture that relationship and 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 a lot of times we get so, like Ron said, we get so carried away with the, the the cares of the world that we tend to neglect uh, one another. And and I know we we're guilty of that. We went through a, a dry time when you know we weren't dating, and and it, and and sometimes it it does it takes its toll on on your marriage. So it's important that you take time to to, to have a date. Have you know have a conversation starter, and and it can be you know simply like, you know what what's something what, you know, what do you what do you like uh, that I wear? What's 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 your favorite outfit that you like to see me in? And, and you know it just you know it can be a simple it's a simple thing or or um you know what 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 can I what can I how can I pray for you? What can I do for you? What's going on right now with you? To take that time to really think about that other person, as Ron, as the scripture said, preferring that other person over yourself. 
And so you do that, and dating is a good way to do that. And uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Y'all, we're in two different places. Having Christ in your life. (laughs) Having Christ in your life, in, 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 in your relationship, is very handy. I know you think uh, that's kind of an interesting way of putting it, an unusual way of putting it. It's because um, I think that, the, like, one thing about dating, you know, you got nervous because you tried to figure out what you're going to talk about. You always put your best rap forward, you know, when you were, uh, <laughs> we were courting, during the courtship part. The great thing about marriage is that you have so many things that in common that the conversation starters should come pretty naturally. Yeah. And these are things that you're only going to share with this person, and they're only going to share it with you. So, I mean, it, it, it stops right there. It begins and it ends right there, and it's lived out in your life. You can ask your spouse, what has been your most positive spiritual experience during our marriage? And you can make honest uh, um, conversation about that. I know that mine was... <clears throat> coming to Christ. It's kind of interesting because I wasn't a believer um, early in our marriage. I just knew Tony was the woman that I wanted to marry. Um, and Tony um, lived a Christian life. I mean, she did not tell me I needed to go to church. She didn't tell me I needed to, to love the Lord. She didn't tell me I needed to do any of those things. But she lived that life. And I long for what she had as far as her relationship with Christ and it being governing of her behavior and her uh, affection towards me and her treatment of me. And I long for that. And um, that was uh, my, my uh, spiritual experience was uh, getting seen through watching the, uh, the behavior, the Christ-like behavior of my wife. Actually, it started longer than that, uh, but that's not the subject of tonight's <laughs> no <laughs> uh, discussions over one of these days. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you how I I came to Christ. Um, another conversation but, starters. This is the important mm-hmm. thing about it because you're going to be having discussions. You're going to be uh, interacting with each other. Uh, you can ask, "What three things have you done in our marriage that you're most proud of?" Or you can tell mm-hmm. your wife or your spouse the three things that you've done, that they've done in your life, that you're most proud of. And I just think of some conversation starters, things that you're not going to discuss with anybody but your spouse. And, Ron, you know what's so important about that is that that needs to be scheduled on a weekly basis, that yes. you schedule some time with each other, before you do anything else, a lot of times it's always like second nature, it, or I mean it's 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 secondary or third. But uh, because it's so easy for urgencies of the, the life just to crowd out our investing in our our friendship, and so we have to schedule that time with each other, and you have to protect that time. Uh, you protect. Those that appointment, those times that you put to, that you set aside, you you protect it as make it as important as the time with like meeting with your boss on your job. 
It's just that important. It, it has top priority. And when you protect that time, it, it, it really means that you are making your relationship intentional. You're building that friendship. You're pouring to each other's life. And that, that time is set aside for fun, but sometimes that time is set aside to discuss all things that concern your relationship. We don't want to give Satan any room. And so we Amen. covet that time, and then we intentionally say we're going to talk about these things. And sometimes, you know, when they happen, you can't talk about it. But during that time, you promise each other that we will talk about the tough stuff. We've we got to talk about the tough stuff because if we don't, we really lose sight on the reality of, you know, all the things that affect our relationships, and that affects your friendship. And you want to really know that person that you, you, you sleep with. You want to know that person that you're sharing life with. And this is a good way to do that. And so you get to, to discuss. And be sure to dream together. Ah. <laughs> you want to discuss how you're both feeling about the future. And you share your feelings without critiquing them. Now, this is a very, very important part. You know, you can't park your eyebrows up in your hairline when they tell you something that you're <laughs> dreaming about. <laughs> you want to uh, be able to encourage what they're saying or yeah. make sure that there is no critique of the, the dream. This is encouragement. Mm-hmm. Because you're not I'm looking just, for immediate solutions that changes mm-hmm. You're just reminding each other uh, that you're in that you're on the same team. Tony? Yeah. yeah, I think that is so important. I love that being on the same team. You know, in Ecclesiastes four nine to twelve, it says it's better to have a partner that goes than go it alone. Share the work, share the yeah. wealth, and if one falls down, then the other one helps. But there Repeat is no one again. to help. I'm sorry? Repeat that scripture again. Ecclesi- Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12. Okay. And that it is right. better to, to have a partner than to go it alone. So, and and I know that um, Solomon here was, was really encouraging uh, friendship, and and uh, and 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 couples to 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 look out for one another, and then to share the work, and then you also get to share the wealth. And so you think about dreaming; it's, it's just something that you you get to do. And 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 then, like Ron says, it's not to critique, but this is when you really encourage that person to dream, sit outside of the box. This could be possibly a a, a opportunity to open a business. Or, or to see your way to uh, to to your next promotion, or it it just might just be fun to to just to create something uh, between the two of you that you don't know God could birth in your heart something that is really great. And so uh, the scripture just tells us that if if one falls down, then then the other one can help. And that's the point here that you get to dream, 
you know, or think about that vacation you've always wanted to go on. I know that uh, I would love to go to Israel, you know, and walk down the streets uh, where where Jesus walked and 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 look at at, at the Sea of, of Galilee and and see what where Paul was. But also, I know Ron has always talked about going to Pango Pango, and you know, and uh, and when he first said that, I was like, he must be crazy. But I looked into it and. And thought, you know, it would be fun to go there. It would be good. It would be, it would be fun to just to have that same experience and do some of the things that he's done. And so, just to really be able to dream together, just think about that. Or uh, we uh, did an exercise. We were teaching a, a marriage marriage class in our church, and we had uh, the couple separately create their dream home. And then uh, after they created their dream home, then they got to share their dream home with their spouse. And what was funny is that they found some things that they both had in those dream homes that they wanted. But then they also found where there were things that were different, and they didn't even think or thought that their spouse would even consider that as being part of a dream home. So it also gives you an opportunity to open up and learn more about that person that you're married to as you listen to their dreams. So it's so important. And listening is really important. We must learn to listen deeply. We must learn that when our spouse speaks, this is me, I need to put the phone down, y'all. Put the phone down, put it somewhere, turn it off. And then... uh, I'm turn off the TV. Who was that? I don't know. Ron has turned off the TV, but it gives us time to sit and listen, and and sometimes talk directly to each other, look in each other's eye, and be and have that that eye to eye contact. And so, uh, and, and that's so important. Because God really, uh, I, I always say that listening is so important. My dad used to tell us that God gave us our ears and our mouths in the right proportion, that we would listen twice as much as we talk. I haven't mastered that too well. What do you say about that, <laughs> you know, Ron? Well, it's interesting because, uh, you know, say that I have to turn, off, to turn off the TV, and I don't know if you've noticed this over the years, but I have. Uh, because I've I've, I've utilized technology to help to help me with that. Um, because when you have something to say, and I'm sitting there watching television, um, I've got a, a, a TiVo connected to my TV, and so mm-hmm. when uh, I'm watching something, and uh, Tony comes in and wants to talk, I tell the TiVo to watch it for me, and I turn off the TV, and yeah. we don't have our, yeah. our conversation, and. Uh, if I was so interested in that uh, in that program, I'd go back and watch the rest of it. Most of the time, I ain't studying it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even bother to go back and watch the thing, you know. And it it, it just shows uh, the importance of 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 what you're doing and and how you select your activities. And so, Ron, how do you know? Oh, 
Did you hear me? Uh, let me just put it just, just let me put it this way. I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. I send out a lot of verbal cues. You know. And um you you, you, you react to my cues and I know if you have been paying attention to me. Sometimes I, I act like I'm disturbed with you. Mm-hmm. And, and and you look like you're you're trying to figure out what is wrong with this. But you know. Uh, and then I know that you're listening because you're trying to figure out something and I correct it and go on about my business. And uh, uh con- continue with my explanation of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, and it reminds me of, it reminds me of, I'm sorry, it reminds me of that scripture in James one nineteen where it really says, Wherefore my brethren, my my beloved brethren, let every man be slow to hear and I mean some swift to hear and slow to speak. And then it says slow to rapture, but we really, I really want to emphasize the swift to hear and slow to speak. Mm-hmm. So that, that to listen deeply is impo- is important. Now we've talked about that before, but to listen to listen deeply. To, to those of you who are, are, are both of you are readers, you can explore a book together. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, a chapter each week and then go to a restaurant or somewhere secluded and uh, talk about your reactions to it. Or, you know, maybe you'd rather listen to a podcast together and uh, react and respond to that. But uh, anything to get into some kind of discourse with your spouse so you can find out what your similarities, your differences, your mending of the ways, how you're going to interact with each other, how you're going to interact with others, well, those kinds of things. You just you just want to explore your relationship. And the way you do that is that you have to be in conversation with each other, in touch with each other, and have a friendly inclination towards each other. Mm-hmm. Remember, this is the lifetime no-cut contract. Y'all are going to be with each other by commitment. I'm not forced. Nobody's going to hold a gun on you about this. As a matter of fact, the world is making it easier and easier for you to get out. But the Lord expects you, and he has brought you together with, to stay with that person until the divine termination of the institution of marriage or until one of you walks the other to the grave. Yeah, I think that the the idea of... of, um, Exploring uh, a good book about marriage, or, or uh, is is really, uh, and I mean, there's a plethora of, of resources out there, and and what is it? Uh, learning the, uh, your spouse's love language, and, and going through that text, um, or um, I like the idea of, of, of a podcast, like the one we're doing right now tonight. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That someone can uh, listen to and, and pick up one or two ideas that would really enrich their marriage, how important that would be. And then to, uh, and to put it into practice, it, it is important that we learn that the Word of God comes to, to help us 
to put life skills into practice. Because what good is all of those 66 books if they don't really help us really live our life uh, and it more abundantly? So I know I'm stuck on that scripture, but I really believe that God put marriage here as a way to have, uh, he said that it, it wasn't good for man to be alone. And and that had a lot to do with Jesus Christ's relationship with his father and the Holy Spirit. They were always together. They 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 were there from the very beginning together and they always been together. And the only time they weren't together was when Jesus Christ was crucified on the cross and took on the sins of the world, took on our sins. And then he went down into hell where our where the saints who believed were held captive, and he went and set them free. So, you know, he just wasn't laying in the grave those days when he was uh, after uh, they buried him. He was busy doing the business that his father sent him to do is to free those that believed in him ahead of time. And once he came up out of that grave, he had all power in his hands. And his intention is for us to be able to 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 learn more about him to, so we can learn about each other so then we can represent him well, so we can show what kingdom looks like in this crazy society that we're living in right now. So that's so important. I know I I, I, I sort of bird walk, but I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. But this whole okay. idea of, of, of listening together, which which gets us into this idea of, Maybe stretching ourselves or, or learning something new with our spouse, you know, and 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 to be careful not to to say when our spouse comes up with a uh, uh, something new or new idea that we don't automatically say, "No, I don't want to be bothered with that. I'm not going to do that." You know, I'm not, you know, like uh, like learning to bowl, you know, saying, you know, I, I want to do that. Or or maybe even skydiving. But you know what I would do? <laughs> if you go skydiving, I'll go with you and look while you jump out the sky. Because I ain't doing that. But I'm going to encourage you to get it, <laughs> to do it. <laughs> or or maybe I might, but one day. But uh, but be willing to, you know, to to try some things at least once. Uh, just to in, encourage to, just to stretch yourself, to, to stretch your marriage a little, to have a little fun, uh, to do maybe, you know, yoga or hot yoga. They talk about hot yoga. What, what do you say to that, Ron? What do, you, what do you think about that trying something new? I think that it's essential in your marriage. And I think that um, when you've been through this, for example, let's say that uh, one of the other – spouse was um, intrigued with roller skating a long time ago. And you want to get back to doing roller skating just as an activity once in a while. Now, you're not going to, you can just get up there and go out there and go to a rink and uh, and roll around. Or uh, you could uh, do the things that are, if if you're me, I'm not going to do that right now. What I'm going to do, because I, I, I must admit, I've been sedentary for a few years, and um, 
I'm not in any kind of uh, physical condition to be able to control myself <laughs> on the pair of skates. But I could get ready for it. I'd have to mm-hmm. start a series of exercises and a stretching routine and a balancing uh, routine uh, to get ready to uh, even put the skates on and just kind of roll around the rink. I think that the rewarding part of that thing is that after you have done those things and you find yourself in better physical condition, um, that your spouse is in better physical condition and enjoying themselves, particularly if it was their idea, and they see that you're enjoying it too. Gosh, can you imagine how that really helps friendship thrive? You yeah. new idea and them taking it up and running it, uh, running along with you with it. It's it's just a it's a friendship builder. So just yeah. just think about that. And it's not that, it's nothing that you necessarily have to do forever. But God, right. take these chapters of your life and put the bookmarks in. And those would be a very effective ways of looking back on the memory. Yeah, I, I think that's that you want to, I was going to say oh. another thing that you want to do, and I want to move along here a little bit. Um, right. Is you want to pull the relationship weeds quickly. As soon as a problematic issue shows up, acknowledge it with each other. Too often we do acknowledge it, but we acknowledge it in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. We assign blame to the other person. We find right. out something, we point out something that was wrong with what they did instead of offering our assistance in there. Is there something that I can help you with? What can I do to ensure that this thing gets done or that it gets done correctly or it gets done with a better outcome. We have to approach it with a positive aspect. Don't forget this person is your friend and we're talking about for life. Yeah. Uh, you don't you don't need to have a solution right away. But you do need to take a pr- approach to it that is going to lead to a solution in a very positive way. You just need to get the thing out and open. Pull the relation weeds quickly. Don't let the roots grow deep. Yeah, and I, I think, yeah, I think that that is so uh, vital to uh, understanding that <clears throat> a, having a, re- a regular devotional time together will help. Uh, praying together, you know, kissing together. Uh, touching one another, um, uh, those kinds of things that uh, can help develop um, the, the the trust. So when you get in those problematic issues, that it will be something that you can deal with instead of uh, being in the position where you start to withdraw from that uh, relationship. So I think that that's really, you know, so instead of avoiding each other and stopping talking and arguing about every little thing, that you just really get in there and and dig those weeds out by being proactive up front. Because, you know, you're going to have bad days. I don't know any marriages that where people don't argue, where they don't 
where they don't struggle, that's a part of marriage because we're getting, you know, two becoming one. Isn't that what the scripture says? And we know we can't do that by ourselves. So there, there you've got to, you know, work through these things. So expect it so the, so the weeds don't become too thick, you know. But just in case they do, just in case you haven't been able to solve some of those problems, I really think that it's all right to get some professional help. A lot of times uh, we, especially as African Americans, shy away from getting counseling or, or seeking out mentors or, or seeking out somebody that can help us. We sort of, Satan gets us to hide in shame, and then we uh, are there isolated from the very people that should be helping us. Right. And so yeah. it's, it's important that we get that help that we need. So what do you say about that, Ron? What do you think about getting professional help? I think absolutely. I mean, you wouldn't want to do your own brain surgery. So <laughs> no reach out when it's born. Um, yeah. I mean, who do you think you are, uh, Mr. Spock? <laughs> That's a Star Trek Any of y'all who are any kind of Star Trek fans remember the original Star Trek series called Spock's mm-hmm. Brain? And uh, something had gone wrong with his uh, mind. And uh, they... they they had to give him brain surgery, but they didn't know the, the Vulcan anatomy. So they had to hook his brain up to the doctors uh, uh, being able to understand what he's saying. And uh, Spock actually got through the brain surgery on his own brain. So, mm. but, don't remember, but remember, you're not Mr. Spock. <laughs> you I was no Spock. And I think I think that God planned for us. He said out of the mouth of many counselors, you can make a good decision. He He wants us to, to uh, be in community, be in koinonia, where we can then seek out other people who have gone through some of the trials and tribulations and have really become uh, successful. Seeking um, first, you know, uh, someone who uh, has a a biblical viewpoint of relationships and friendships and marriage. But if you can't find a counselor who who has a a Christian viewpoint, you find a good counselor who's good at what they do, and then you take that and apply it to the scripture. But I really think that it's important that when when we're in a situation where we can't seem like we can solve our own problems, that we seek professional help. Amen. All right. And yes. one thing that, sir, Minister Sylvia, did you say something? No. Um, one thing that we want to make sure, and then we're going to conclude this this discussion, we want to celebrate our spouse's successes. We want to be in the habit of lifting them up, particularly when they're struggling. The way of saying I've got your back is what friends do for each other. So it's even uh-huh. more critical that you do this for your best friend, your spouse. Lift them up. Lift them up. Yes, because in Proverbs it says in 1824, a man that has friends 
must show themselves friendly, and their friend, there's friends that stick closer than a brother. And so can you yeah. imagine your spouse being that friend that sticks closer than anybody else? They see you, and we always talk about that. They see you in your natural state. You have the scriptures say that they were naked and unashamed. They get to see you. They get to see all the pimples and the bumps, and they are, they know where all the ugly spots are. <laughs> so they're there to, to yeah, <laughs> to encourage you to for for you to be lifted up, even in your times of struggle. You know when we lose loved ones, when uh, or or when things are not going well on our job, or you know we yeah. we need somebody to hear us, and then. And sometimes not to even say anything as much as just to be present, to be there to hold us or just to hold our hand or to hear hear us out, even though sometimes we might even be wrong on our job. But we, we need somebody to hear us out and then just to have that, that stillness of knowing that somebody loves you just the way you are yeah. and then to encourage you along the way. And And I'm blessed. <laughs> To have that in a Ron Montgomery, and he I'm is a good Tony mm-hmm. Montgomery. <laughs> in conclusion, I'd just like to say that friendship is vital to building a world-class marriage and a strong emotional connection with your spouse. Don't leave it to chance. Make it a priority and pursue it with intention. Make your marriage fun again. Yes. Yeah. It's in your hands. <coughs> Minister Sylvia, it's in your hands. We're... I heard you. I was just stuck on what you were saying. <laughs> Some of us is going to be a test of time. Yes. <laughs> to make our marriages strong again. We some of us better yeah. pray that God give us the heart to want to make it strong again. <laughs> the great thing about it is that we have time. We have the rest of yeah. our lives together. Yeah. And but and we know, have to remember at, I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, Tony. No, I was gonna say we have to remember that our marriage reflects Christ. And so our willingness to want to do it again must must be that question in our mind. What are we doing to reflect Christ in our marriage? That's yes. all. You know, a lot of times people have to get to the place where they have to say it's not too far gone. Because mm. if you're both coming home, if you're both coming home every day, somebody mm-hmm. may be too scared to say, I'm not ready to, as my as our cousin Lawrence Seabury say, I'm not ready to bail out yet. Mm-hmm. You know, he ain't ready to hit the bell or throw in the towel. You know, mm-hmm. but they, they don't want to say something and the other one is not. But that's why I thank God for this program, uh, especially tonight, that a lot of times we forget the part that Minister Ron said. We, we, we was living on a, we dated to get married. We didn't realize we were supposed to get married just to, to date. Mm-hmm. Because if you, if you think about it, once you get married, 
You ain't trying to sit out. You want to go show your arm piece off. Thank you. You know, that's what I, I really, I'm like, we're, even with the weight on, when you, when, mm-hmm. when you fit all these times, like you say, the dimples and the, and the tucks and the stretch marks <laughs> and the cellulite. All of them. When you get the pounds on you, the gray hairs, still show me off. Still let me know in your eyes, I still look like I did when you first saw me. Yes. Yeah, that's what it says. Don't show. let the world write me off, too. And mm-hmm. you. I thank mm-hmm. God for the program on tonight. I hope somebody got something out of it. When I said we better ask God, pray, and ask God to give us the heart and the mind, you know, as you pray and say, God, touch my spouse's heart and mind to yes. not want to throw in the towel, not want to yes. give up. Yeah. Our, our mother said it on tonight. We run into those bad times. Keep mm-hmm. more on Facebook says, all right, Steph. You know, we, we <laughs> run into those bad times. We're not going to always have sunshine. We're not going to always have grassy grass. We're going to have rainy days, rainy nights. We're going to have that thunderstorm mm-hmm. come through. What yeah. are we doing? Are, are we running out in the rain hoping the lightning don't hit us? If we should be somewhere, <laughs> friends say, God, I, I I don't know what part I play, but God, to get it like here, right in this place. But God, I want to play the part of mending it. I want to yeah. play the part of, as, as as Minister Ron say, help me, teach me how to uplift him, or in, in the male part, point of view, mm-hmm. teach me how to uplift her. Well, sometimes we have to say, if you know you be saying I'm sorry all the time, stop saying I'm sorry and say I apologize and do some changing. Mm. Don't just the baby mm-hmm. diaper. Oh, change yours. Yeah, you keep doing it. You're not apologizing. You're repeating. You're trying to get that that position perfect. But perfectly mm. go to God and ask God to change your mindset. I, I, I tell you, you're so right. I really needed to put the. Um, this lesson on tonight, I really needed it for myself because a lot of times we get so comfortable, you know, like a good pair of shoes or a perfectly pair of old pants, we didn't got too mm-hmm. comfortable in our marriages. And just like we mm-hmm. shouldn't stop dating after we get married, let's not let's not stop and, and let's start praying. We got to mm-hmm. pray for this thing because uh, Mother right. Tony said it. The first thing God gave us was marriage. Mm-hmm. Togetherness, foundation, yeah. covering. That was the first thing God gave us. Mm-hmm. We the one cheated on God. Mm. Oh God! Oh God! Yeah, we cheated on God, and that's what messed up our marriage. Mm. Because after after Eve did what she did. Adam, he couldn't even take the uh, blame of just saying, I, I wanted to follow her. He said, that woman you gave me. You gave me. Blame God. The blame, yeah, blame he blamed God, God blame and he blamed the woman. He said, that woman you gave me. Mm. Instead of just saying, yeah, we did it. Mm-hmm. He tried to see the case, and hopefully he was going to get some uh, better time. But God said, you both did. <laughs> yeah. All, right. so, uh, all I'm saying to our listeners is, we both play a part. We play the part in putting it yeah. together. We got to play a part in keeping it together. And we got to play a part in 
I don't care if I was the one that started the argument, but I'm the one going to finish it. They, we got an old saying mm-hmm. saying, tell the fat lady to sing. I'm the fat lady. I'm going to sing. It's over now. <laughs> we can't keep doing this. <laughs> so I'm going to say, is anybody on Bog Talk? The lines are open. You all can speak to the man and woman of God on tonight and let them know how they blessed you. And if you have any comments or questions, please let them know. The lines are open. Uh, good evening, thanks. This is uh, Margo. Uh, I just like to thank the Montgomery for the message on tonight reminding us about the importance of friendship and uh so much was said that was uh really great and foundational uh the whole idea of dating, which is something that uh, you guys had talked about before, but um, mm-hmm. I realized you talked about them being action points that's something we need to put into action. So we need to put that into action. And so uh, the other thing, too, that sort of um, stuck with me is at the end when uh, Ron mentioned that we should be working toward having a world-class marriage. I thought, wow, <laughs> that that really stuck with me. And uh, that's a great goal. So thank you, guys. Amen. Thank you very much, ministers. Thank you for your words and for your lesson on tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Margo. Is there anyone else who would like to speak to the man and woman of God tonight? Uh, Yes. Good evening. Good evening, Minister Sylvia, Ron, Tony. Again, you guys are Mm -hmm. uh, really a dynamic duo. I tell you, every time I listen to you, I get jealous. <laughs> but um a couple of very good points and these are points that um people before they jump into marriage don't don't realize which is why you have to be in the word because uh Tony mother Tony made a a uh, a statement your marriage must reflect Christ and and marriage is like a covenant between mm-hmm. a man and a woman, and it it is a, a reminder of Christ's commitment to His bride, which is the church, and mm-hmm. also mentioning a divine institution that was started by God, but not only that, defined by God and regulated by God. But you won't know mm-hmm. what the regulations are if you don't know His word. So first right. thing is that you you have to start out on even ground. You guys covered a lot of points, and praise the Lord, my notes are neat. <laughs> I finally have some neat notes. (laughs) Oh, and uh, Minister Ron, I could eat chicken and dumplings every day. Every day. Every day. Mm -hmm. I cook chicken and dumplings in the middle of summer. It'll be 110. Erica, look at me. She'll give me that face. Like, are you serious? Yes, I am. (laughs) And also, never stop dating. And I like, uh, um, what was it? You don't date to marriage. You don't date to marry, but you marry to date. That that was a good statement because a lot of times um, we don't really 
get to know who it is we want to marry. And then because you don't know who you're married to, after you get married, then you find out all types of things that you automatically may not like or that may not appeal to you. But see, Mm -hmm. before marriage, you get to know them. You talk it out, and, you know, you start out Mm -hmm. on even ground. And also, be in the word. Be in the word. Uh, Mm -hmm. Be evenly yoked. Yoked. Communication. Y'all talked about communication and the knowledge of understanding uh, each other and what lies ahead. Because, see, married people have an intimate knowledge of each other, see, mm-hmm. more so than just the general public. So um, uh, these were a lot of good points here, a lot of good points. Uh, yeah, okay, and yeah, very good. I enjoyed this sermon. Uh, sermon. I, I keep wanting to call this a sermon. I enjoyed this lesson <laughs> this evening. And, and uh, Mrs. Sylvia, you cracked me up. We cheated on God first. You, you crazy. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, you got yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she had me cracking yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I'm going to thank you all for this lesson this evening. I won't take up too much time. I'll let somebody else talk. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Is there thank anyone you. else would thank like to uh, have anything to say on tonight, please? Let us know if you have anything you want to say. Mm-hmm. Actually, hello, everyone. Um, I I have something to say. My name is uh, Paula. I was invited online by my friend. And I I just wanted to tell um, the Montgomery's that I really enjoyed you inspired, um, inspired me so much on um, getting married and some things to do and things not to do. And I just I really enjoyed the lesson on tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Is there anyone else who'd like to comment on tonight? Well, I'm going to say this before we close out. I thank Mother Tony and Minister Ron Montgomery because you had said another key statement that a lot of us Um, I was waiting to see if someone else was going to say it. But a lot of us forget when we get old that we should not stop dreaming. Mm. We should always keep dreaming. You Mm. should dream that, as like Minister Ron said, this is a lifetime contract. That the warranty is lifetime. Uh, it ain't no renewal It's lifetime <laughs> So when we're sitting here And we're retiring And we're going into our retirement ages And stuff like that you, You're supposed to marry with the, the, Without looking at an expiration date But if an expiration date do come let, Let's be real if, if an expiration date do come It's no problem with That's when you renew it You go mm-hmm. back you got to remember what the word, get into your word and find out. If you divorce, what happens if you marry someone else? Who do you still belong to? Mm-hmm. Get in your word. Yeah. Know when your renewed date is. It's okay to renew your vows or it's okay to reunite. 
But right. when you do, don't stop dreaming. Mm. When a person is down and don't let the world tear them up and they come home and get towed up too. Mm. Still let them I still like that cologne he's got on, baby. Mm. It still looks good in that suit to me. Girl, you know that dress, mm-hmm. it ain't tight as it used to, but I still like you in it. That's still your my favorite cologne. <laughs> we, can, we got to still build each other up because when we look in the mirror and see the gray hairs and the wrinkles and the folds and the, the extra pounds, I don't want you telling me you, you, you don't like me either. Mm-hmm. So I look forward to the fourth Monday of every month. You all, you all could call in, you could talk, you could give comments. I post it on Facebook so you can see it and hear it at the same time. Please type in a comment, even if you do it in the replay. Um, I'll get it, the question to Mother Tony and, and Minister Ron, and I will get an answer back to you. I just want you yeah. all to know that. This is a program. This a program is anointed and it's appointed. It's not just something we threw together. We prayed over this program and we asked God to lead us to and give us the people that will be a part of this ministry. And when we was released by God to ask, we knew it was God because they said yes. Hmm. Don't don't just think when you tune in. Oh, you had nothing else to do. This was this was your to do, just like the Nike commercial. Just to do it. This was your just to do. This was your to do. So um, I want you to know that we're also here uh, on Friday night at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This Friday coming up, um, I most likely will be ministry because I think. A prophet will be doing a graduation, but if not, we're going to see what God says. But I believe, God, that the prophet has something for us, but if not, we'll see. When you get tired of sitting up and not doing anything on Sunday mornings early, you notice I said when you get tired of, because most of y'all ain't getting up going to church. So <laughs> tune in at 9.30 a.m. Uh, Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m., Easter Standard Time, and listen to our very own apostle, like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser and Minister Sheila Kaiser, along with Minister Bradley Kaiser and Minister Margo Four. That will be on a Sunday morning. And if you want to come back next Monday, it's our youth ministry. It's the fifth Monday of this month. Please have your children, your young teens, your young adults, and if you're the young person, if you're not in age but you are at heart, Please tune in next Sunday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. God has the word. This is um, the program that Mile 3E, Iron Shop, the Iron. Our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 to 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I am so excited that. We are getting knowledge. That that's because we're you're speaking, God, if you're listening to us. And this is what God is adding unto you. This was your night to learn about family. Mm-hmm. But marriage and looking to be married. These are great tokens. 
These are great nuggets. This is great information. Please uh, tune in again. I would like to know if Minister Ron or Mother Tony would pray us out on tonight. If no one else has anything to say. If no one else has anything to say, let's bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you and we praise you for being our God and choosing us to be your people. We thank you, Lord God, that even in this society that we get to stand up and represent you, your institution of marriage. We thank you for each listener and each household that was uh, represented tonight. And you see where they are. We ask God that you meet them at their point of need, that you know, Lord, the desires of their hearts, you know where they're struggling. Those that desire to be married, Lord, we ask that you uh, open doors and make ways that they might meet that mate, Lord, that you have designed for them. Those that are married, Lord God, and, and may be in places of struggle, we ask God that you, you help them take one of the points that we talked about tonight, Lord, and put it into practice that they might show what kingdom marriage looks like and feels like, Lord God. And it might represent you in, in today's last and evil times. We ask, God, that you bless the, the head of this ministry, Lord God, uh, 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 Minister-elect uh, Cecilia, Dr. Cecilia uh, Kaiser, and, uh, and, and, and to bless Minister uh, Sylvia uh, Kaiser, Lord, because of the work that you've placed in their hands to do, Lord, we ask that you just continue to bless them, that this ministry will grow and that it will reach, Lord God, to to homes and marriages and families all over the world, that they might know what it, it sounds like and looks like as people serve you, oh God. We ask, Lord, that you uh, continue to to pour into the lives, Lord, of, of the the ministers that are part of this ministry that you have put together according to your plan. We just thank you, Lord God, for this time together. We ask, God, that those that are listening that are in need of, uh, of, uh, of healing, we ask, God, that you heal because you said that healing is the children's bread, and we ask, God, that you provide, heal, deliver, and make whole. Those, Lord God, that are in need of a financial blessing, Lord, we ask that you uh, you you give them a, a, a kingdom share of needs. You said that you would bless them, Lord, according to your riches and glory. We ask, God, that you just continue to bless uh, those that are faithful to the call that you have placed in their lives. We just thank you, Lord, right now for just this time together where we could sit down at the table, that we could talk about marriage Lord God, and just to share a little wisdom, we ask that you bless these things that, according to your plan, that you might get the glory and that we, Lord God, might reflect your love and grace. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.